Welcome to Merely Roleplayers Backstage. It's like the main podcast, but a bit more relaxed. Join us here in the green room. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Ellie and Vicky, returning from season one. Hello. Hello. Uh, and two new voices, uh, Chris Starkey. Good day. And Dave Turnbull. Hello. Dave, you've appeared in the backstage episodes before. <laughs> I have. He yeah. doesn't know because you listened to them. Unwillingly appeared. Yeah, <laughs> your name has been taken in vain in Vicky's profile creation in the last. I may not have season. mentioned this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Sorry. now you get now, now you're really Revenge. here and you get to you get to give a real account of yourself. Yeah, I can show the real story yeah. behind whatever was said about it. <laughs> uh, so I it might have sto- been hypothetical. It was hypothetical. <laughs> it was hypothetical. Uh, but you were the bad guy. You were definitely the you, bad guy. You dumped Vicky. Yeah. Oh. Oh, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. What have I walked into? <laughs> yeah, you're waiting to see. I'm going to do couple therapy. <laughs> Kicking off the season with a domestic. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start off with a quick uh, rules recap and rules refresh. Mm. So uh, two of you didn't play last season, so it's a little rules re- recap for you guys. And also, some stuff is a little bit different this time. God so damn. Little rules refresh for the for everybody else. Um, so we're playing a uh, variant on Powered by the Apocalypse, the RPG system, um, which is based on two six-sided dice rolls uh, against a number of stats. So you're you've all you're all going to have um, three attribute numbers, and depending on the sort of thing that you're attempting. Uh, you'll pick the relevant number and add it to your two dice roll. And there are other things that can modify the rolls as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 10 means you succeed. Uh, a 7 to 9 means you succeed with a cost uh, or can choose not to succeed if you don't like the cost. And a 6 and below means you fail uh, and something bad probably happens. Uh, Me no like fail. <laughs> so that's the, that's the basic mechanics of how the, how the game works. Things that are slightly different this time. So in season one, Ariadne, you had three attributes called mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, you've got three attributes called plucky, <laughs> sensible, nice, and wayward. Oh dear, mm. he's looking at you, Dave. Mm. <laughs> also, I was really hoping that Vicky and I would have some kind of advantage by having done season one. But I feel like we haven't. It's just lies. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel like Matt has only like leveled us up to like basic beginners, and Starkey and Dave already know what they're doing. Yeah. so we're still behind. Hey, I'm new. You're not I'm new to role playing games. I love a bit of role play, but I've never done this before. And I might have slightly over prepared with the amount of dice. I've <laughs> check, check our uh, uh, check my Instagram and Dave Starkey on Instagram for uh, all of the dice that they've brought unnecessarily for a game that rolls two six sided dice. Uh, so. The, the plucky attribute is going to be for things that involve uh, being brave and being proactive and like pushing forward through adversity and being courageous and those, those sorts of things. Mm. The sensible stat is going to be for things like uh, things to do with being prepared um, and thinking things through and having common sense. And the wayward attribute is going to be for things that are a bit rebellious, rule-breaking, things that involve maybe standing up to authority, those sorts of things. We're already making very clear assumptions (laughs) about which people may be having (laughs) good attributes. So the the basic things that you can do in the game with these attributes are, uh, number one, act, which is anything that you do that might fail. 
So if you decide you want to try to climb up a rope, for example, we might decide that that's a plucky thing to attempt. You'll roll against plucky to do that. Roll plus plucky is the uh, okay. is the. Uh, the <laughs> I love this already. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm going to say that wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm going just... to roll with pluck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing you can do is talk people down, uh, and this is to do with. Uh, so that one of the main differences on your sheets from season one is you no longer have a quiche. No, no more quiche. A quiche of damage or a quiche of losing it. I'm kind of happy about that, if I'm honest, because I don't like quiche. There's one in the fridge. Oh, god damn it. I bought quiche. Oh, why, Starkey? Why? I, I, love, a, I love a quiche, Lorraine. <laughs> Although we were worried, because you said I brought something uh, themed from last time. And <laughs> oh, we were god, like, not Bovril. Bovril. <laughs> It's not Bovril. I reached the Bovril, but then my sensible stack. <laughs> <laughs> just switched to quiche. Hey, don't speak too soon. We don't know what your sensible stack's going to be yet. Well, my real world sensible stack. <laughs> <laughs> and just to clarify the talk down um, wording, that's not to talk down to somebody. That's no. to talk somebody down. <laughs> yeah. to down talk. Your nose yeah. It's to talk somebody down. Just come out with some sick birds. <laughs> so that is more likely what Dave would do in this situation. So instead of the, the four segments of losing it that we had in season one, you instead have uh, uh, you have a, a little glyph that means losing your bottle. Oh, I see. Which is why they are baby's bottles. I see. I thought it was like baby one's bottle. (laughs) Did you realise there was a baby bottle emoji? I didn't until I I put this sheet together. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, And it's going to be a bit different this time because... uh, So last in last season, when you started losing it, um, I asked you to kind of reflect that in the way that you role-played, but there wasn't really an in-game... disadvantage to having started mm, losing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this time, uh, the first first time you, something bad happens and you start losing your bottle, uh, your, your plucky attribute will go down by one oh, to reflect the idea that like you get a bit less brave mm-hmm. when something bad has happened. Uh, if you lose some more, your sensible attribute will go down by one yeah. uh, to re- reflect the idea that you, you stop making good decisions when you're, when you're losing your bottle. Uh, and if you lose another one, you're out. Mm-hmm. And that might mean that you're dead. <laughs> Probably not in this genre. It might mean that you're... Uh, can I go home? <laughs> it might mean that uh, you've got in such bad trouble with the authorities that you've been like carted away by the police or something. Oh. It might mean that you've been captured by baddies. No! But in any, in any case, dependent on the circumstances, it will mean that you're out of the game for now. Okay. Uh, so, so, you, so you can be clawed back into the game potentially yeah if, there's a, if, if anyone wants to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if there's a good reason for it so the talk down action uh, uses your trust attributes which we'll deal with uh, when we do all of your sheets mm-hmm. um, and that is something that you can do to try to bring somebody back up that losing your bottle track sure um, and get them back their sensibleness their pluckiness um a thing that another thing you can do also using that trust attribute is help or hinder somebody. And this is something we didn't do in season one because I felt like it would probably just overcomplicate things. But now that you're leveled up to beginners, okay. <laughs> as you said, I think it's fine to fine to bring this in. So um, if you want to help somebody who's doing uh, a difficult task, you can roll your trust with them. And if you succeed, you can add two to their role. Okay. If you want to hinder somebody, you can do the same. And if you succeed, you can detract, subtract two from their role. Oh. 
That sounds mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something that, uh, and also you you can do this to non-player characters that I'm controlling as well. Oh. Um, obviously they don't roll, but yeah. if you if you tried to help a non-player character and you rolled a success, that would just mean they succeed. Yeah. You help them to to succeed, or if you're hindering them, a success would mean that they fail. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So could I just could just to get this straight? So say that a character is climbing a wobbly ladder, mm-hmm. you could help by holding the ladder straight. And you could add your... You could trust. roll for that. Roll, yeah. Okay, roll, so you just roll it and add it on? Uh, so roll the 2d6 and add it on? Or? It'd be roll the 2d6 roll the and add whatever your trust with that character is. Right. So for, okay. for non-player characters, your trust always starts at 1 and can go up and down depending on how you interact with that person. Okay. Uh, and your trust with the other people around the table will determine now when we do okay. um, character creation, but that can also change. So, so the character climbing the ladder would roll, and they'd add my trust with that person onto yes. it. Yes. And similarly, with the hind- if I were to hinder, I could push the wobbly ladder. You could push the wobbly ladder, but, and they they <coughs> would roll whatever they're rolling, mm-hmm. probably plucky, yep. to climb the ladder, but they would have to take two off the roll because you'd succeeded in hindering them. Mm-hmm. I see. So I roll to succeed. Mm-hmm. I see. I don't. The numbers don't matter in as much as I get. Yeah, it's always a plus or minus two to that person's roll, right? And regardless of what you roll. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Okay. Yep. Um, and the final thing uh, that you, that everybody can do is um, something I'm calling "Go with Your Gut," which is the this this season's equivalent of the "Bear Your Soul" mm-hmm. thing from last season, which nobody actually used. We didn't have to use it. Nope. No, you, you, you no, never, I mean, you like never, it, yeah, you never, never needed any hints. <laughs> it, never, it never happened. I was waiting for Alex to do it, but he never did it. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you just put a shield up straight away. Put that shield up. Just yeah. So, up. so go, go with your gut, uh, is something where you would roll plus wayward, uh, yeah. and I will give you some sort of hint. Um, mm-hmm. to represent you just following your instincts. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and that might, Depending on how you roll, that might be a helpful hint, or it might be a hint that gets you into bad trouble. No. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of trouble, me. So, oh, any, any any questions about like the basic rules and how the how the game works and the kind of actions that you can take? No, I think no, I think that makes oh, sense. Good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, we'll. Any other questions? We will. We will learn by doing. Let's Hooray! Do it. Oh. The, the last thing that, yeah. that I forgot is, uh, <laughs> is the, the progression thing. Mm. So um, in season one, uh, when whenever you rolled a failure, you mm-hmm. moved up a track that allowed you to potentially boost your attributes or gain new abilities. Mm-hmm. Doing that again with slight variations. So uh, in this game, the first time you roll a total failure, so six or below, you get to boost one of your attributes by one. Okay. Plus one. Two more failures gets you a new ability or element. Um, I figured like that's a that's a cool thing that you probably want. So yeah. I mean, so basically, this is all to encourage you to take risks and yeah. to do things yeah. that that have a chance a good chance of failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, three more failures after that mystery prize. Uh, you get to basically pick what. Oh, nice. uh, what you get oh, as a okay. reward. So it could be another attribute boost. It could be another ability or element. Speedboat. <laughs> or, or, yeah, it could be <laughs> some, sort, some sort of item. Oh, that, the, the speedboat. It has to make sense in the context of the, the story as we're telling it. Speedboat. But there's more flexibility if you get to that point. Okay. 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 Excellent. And failures make role-playing games. 
Yeah. yeah. So the more we yeah. fail, the more fun it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna try and uh, fight my instinct to be risk averse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely on me to try and make failures interesting for the story uh-huh. rather than just being a stumbling block that stops you doing what you wanted to do it should open up new avenues should as well. we should we maybe give you like a stick that you can poke us with when you think that we should be more um more chancy i think i might go mad with power if you do that okay, okay. okay. also i think you've got more players who are quite risk happy yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't see me grinning but <laughs> what about um real world failures do they count so if i roll the dice into the microphone <laughs> knock the table <laughs> do i get double the failure points in my experience tree. <laughs> no you do not okay. just please, don't, please don't flip the table <laughs> yeah this is all I about stopping Dave flipping tables <laughs> talking out oh gosh Merely Role Players is produced by MJ Starling in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company search for the show on iTunes, Stitcher or your usual podcast service and if you can't find it let us know we're on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and Facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers reviews and kind words are all very much appreciated and we hope you'll join us again for our next episode <laughs>